On this week's episode of Saturation, Kate and Grace kick things off with some breaking news, quarantine confessions, and a neighbor boy update. It's breakup season in Hollywood, and Grace is manifesting a chance while Kate's past manifestation has come to fruition. Listen to hear about his FaceTime with our favorite, one and Stella. Enjoy! episode of saturation we've got a big beefy week this week welcome yeah i'm pretty excited yes and grace's her location this week is looking really really nice a little outside action i'm outside today i worked a lot outside today even got some color Ooh. yeah the day kind of flew by for me that's good summer is coming whether we like it or not I know. It's so weird. Um, I have a few questions for you. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know, one, uh, if you've heard anything about when you're going back to work. Yes. So today we talked about it on our call. Mm-hmm. And they're saying they want to give it at least another two weeks, just okay. to be sure. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the overall sentiment on the call was very, like, let's be overly cautious about things. Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in a like very fortunate situation where we're able to work from home and like mm-hmm. we haven't lost a lot of business. Mm-hmm. We've all stayed really busy, and so it's kind of like, what's the point of jeopardizing like yeah. everything that we've worked for, kind of deal. Yeah. So I think it'll. I'll be here until at least May fifteenth. Okay, good. May- yeah. I was just curious. Everybody's doing different things all over the world, but I wanted to ask you that, and then I wanted to ask about. The boy that you went on a walk with. Yes. Okay. Do we have a quick update or do we need to skip over this or? We can update. So I actually have like a couple funny things about this. So (laughs) we hung out again later in the week. Like he and I just, we get each other. We can talk for hours. Like we just talk and talk and talk to where I'm like running out of breath from how much I'm talking. That's a good thing. Um, Yeah. So it was super fun. Um, But... Um, his ex-girlfriend, I posted a story of us because I kind of mentioned last week yeah. that I sort of like was just in the mood to stir the pot a little bit. <laughs> like I just wanted a little attention, I guess, because yes. I haven't gotten it in a while. So I post the photo and then I am checking yesterday on my like who unfollowed me app mm-hmm. and his ex-girlfriend unfollowed me. <laughs> So that was fun. And then, um, yeah, like nothing romantic, just we have a very fun time together. Yeah. And I took a picture of this uh, Instagram story stats after I posted the photo. It had eight shares mm-hmm. and 662 people clicked on his name. 662 people. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. That's fascinating. I love those little stats. Those little numbers just push my buttons. It's so interesting. It really is. I was like, okay, cool. But then when I hung out with him the second time, I decided not to post because I was like, I don't want to overdo it. Right. You don't want to start any fires. I don't want it to seem like it's romantic because it's literally not. Right. Like, I was down to stir the pod just to make people wonder, but also my younger <laughs> brother's ex-girlfriend texted him, and she's like, I have to ask you something. He's like, what? And she's like, what's the deal with your sister? And blank. Mm-hmm. All my friends want to know they're not so happy. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, gosh. I know. Quarantine Grace is really, really doing the most. Really stirring the pot. I know. Yeah. I'm like, expecting this reaction but hey I'll take it that's so funny I know I love that well now I have to ask you about something yes so if you follow Cade on social media you may have seen that he facetimed with one of our favorite artists and celebrities Lennon Stella now Kate and I talked briefly before this, and he wants to wait till Song of the Week, since she did just release an album. We're probably going to talk about it during Song of the Week. Yes. He's going to wait until that section to talk about yes. it. 
but we're just telling y'all to stick around because even I haven't heard the story no. yet. Yeah. I'm like dying to know. Grace wanted me to tell her. I so it was a really weird thing. It happened yesterday afternoon, and I'll 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 give the full story. But basically, last night I put a little bit on my story, and. I was like, oh, wait, I haven't even told Grace that this happened. I should probably warn her, forewarn her, before she just sees it on Insta. So then she went to talk about it. I was like, no, we need to save it for saturation. So, Like, literally, I've been begging him to tell me since yesterday night. Like, I'm dying to know. My friend Macy texted me because she's a huge Lennon Stella uh, fan, too. And she's like, what the heck? Yeah. Um, and if you guys listen to this podcast, you know that we talk about her so often. I mention her, like, at least probably once a week, every episode. Um, I'm just obsessed with her. So, it was really crazy timing and everything, and I'll give the full story. But we wanted to cover some other topics first, because literal breaking news just happened, like, yes. 10 minutes ago. It was announced that sources are saying, I guess it's not technically confirmed, so we're going to say sources are saying that Gigi Hadid is pregnant with her first child, and the father is her on-again, off-again boyfriend, Zayn Malik, from One Direction. And the post that I read from TMZ said she was 20 weeks pregnant. Wow. But she just turned 25 last week. I was actually going to talk about it and save an Instagram because she had a little party. And one of my friends sent it to me and said that she didn't look pre- 20 weeks pregnant in the photo. So, I have no idea. That's not my place to judge but someone's body. But women just don't show, really. Right. Fascinating. How do you feel about it? Tell them what your mom said, because I think that's so funny. Okay, so, like, right, literally, this was, like, five minutes before we started recording. My mom's watching Ellen, and she gets a notification on her phone. She goes, Gigi Hadid's pregnant. And I'm like, where are you seeing that? Like, I didn't, <laughs> like, believe that it was true. And she's like, I got a notification on my phone. She's pregnant with the that guy from the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I said, mm-hmm, I think you mean One Direction. So, yeah, she might have had, she might have been before me on the breaking news, but she also thought that Gigi Hadid's boyfriend, um, Zane, is a Backstreet Boy, so. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's, a, that's like a solid B plus for effort. I agree. Just like a little I, misinformation, but that's okay. We can't blame yeah. her. We love a good a good source. Yes. I'm excited for her though, if that's the case. I mean and yeah, honestly I, I mean my first thought for her, I was like, This is not a bad time to be pregnant because you, you there's no way in the fall there's gonna be fashion shows and stuff. Mm-mm. And it our fashion's gonna change a lot in the next year, so her like having to take time off to be pregnant or to have a child, you know, whatever she chooses to do as far as, like, time off and whatnot. Like, it's kind of a good time for her. Yeah, I agree. And I was also thinking about Tyler Cameron. Oh! Like, I feel like they were just dating and, like, now she's pregnant. I mean, it was kind of a while ago, but, like, still. Well, he, he did that live recently and somebody asked him, or maybe it was a Zoom or something, and somebody asked him about it and he said, yeah, she's with her old man now. Mm-hmm. She's back with old man now. Um, so that's interesting. So that's there's some fun breaking news for everyone to kick off the episode. Yeah. We also wanted to do this thing that I don't know why we didn't start doing in the beginning of this six weeks ago or whenever quarantine started. But we thought it would be fun to kick off every episode with a quarantine confession. Something that we've been doing in quarantine that we feel like we need to confess. And who knows how long, much longer quarantine's going to last. But we'll just do it until quarantine's over. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. My dog's tail started wagging and it was like in between my legs and that felt really weird. Okay, <laughs> besides the point. So my quarantine confession, I think is going to be that I've been online shopping to like an unreasonable extent. And mm. the reason why is what's really concerning me. It's like, because I'm not spending money on my nails in restaurants, I feel like an obligation to spend it yeah. wherever possibly can Uh because god forbid i save it right so i'll like buy stuff on amazon and then by the time like all my orders have come in i'm like sitting there like okay what else can i order because like (laughs) i love the anticipation of waiting (laughs) for things to arrive and like having something to look forward to yeah well like i get sad when i don't have something on the way okay let me ask you this because i've been curious i haven't ordered about anything really recently but are things delayed like is it a slower process getting there I would say slightly, but, like, I'm not ordering 
too high ticket item. Okay, okay, like okay. It, it wouldn't, I would say somewhat, but not to like a striking extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to look up that girl on TikTok that's like TikTok famous for posting random things she buys on Amazon. It's like the coolest thing. Yeah, I actually have seen that a couple times, or like maybe rip-offs yeah. of it, but yeah. Yeah, so you might get some inspo from that if you're looking for a good item to order. Mm-hmm. What's yours? My quarantine confession for this week is, y'all, I, I have like a, I'm a big list person, and I have like a master list on my phone with like mini list on the master list, and one is a watch list, so I just put anything on there that I want to watch, like if I see it coming or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well... I've been binging Vampire Diaries since January, and I'm on the seventh season, into the seventh season, and it uh, the final season is season eight, and so I don't want it to end. I'm really sad about it, and I have this whole watch list that I could be picking things from, and I'm going to, but last night, I spent last night binging Power Rangers, which oh, gee. that was like my childhood. Now, binging, I mean, I watched like four episodes, 20 minutes each. I mean, I didn't watch that many. But that was my childhood. Like, I'm watching Power Rangers from, like, 1998, which was, like, I loved Power Rangers. Like, that was my thing. Uh, And it's not animated. It's real people. It's really stupid now that I'm an adult watching it. But I was just like, what am I doing? Quarantine has really driven me. Every single Power Rangers is on Netflix, by the way. So if you're needing a little thing to take you back, and you watched Power Rangers as a child, I was, like, just enamored by the fact that every single franchise of Power Rangers is on Netflix. That is hilarious. Yes, and I was totally reminded that I think, like, I first developed my feelings for women thanks to the yellow and pink Power Rangers. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. My younger brother and his friend have this joke, like, every year for each other's birthday, they post, like, Hashtag Red Ranger because mm-hmm. they would always fight when they were younger on who would get to be the Red Power Ranger. Yes, yes. No, I feel that. I I liked the red, but I was more like a. I would let like I would let my friends take the main role, and I'd be like a blue or a green. I was giving that way, you know. Yeah, totally. Always been such a giver. Um, okay, so those are fun, some fun quarantine confessions. Should we move into topics of the week? Let's do it. I want to okay. talk about yours first. Okay, so. Um, if you guys are familiar with Kristen Cavallari, she was on Laguna Beach mm-hmm. back in the day, and now she's an entrepreneur with um, a business called... Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, um, my too. Oh, I know she has the reality show on E! Three Seasons, very Cavallari. This is something... Uncommon James. Yes. Uncommon James. That's her, like, jewelry and household brand. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's really, like, built it out and been super successful. She also has um, a reality show on E! called Very Cavallari. And Mm -hmm. she's married to um, previous Chicago Bears quarterback, Jay Cutler. Yes. Um, And we've seen their marriage on the show a bit. And they announced on Sunday that they're getting a divorce. And I just have really a couple thoughts on this. Like, I'm... Like a lot, like my pa- my mom watches the show with me, and she uh-huh. was not surprised at all that they're getting divorced. Oh, but I kind of am in a way because I felt like they balanced each other out nicely. Mm-hmm. Like she's more like high strung, and he's more laid back. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they had like the same sense of humor. And they've got I think three or four kids. Three, yeah, two boys and a girl. Yeah. And um, this past season, I didn't watch every episode, but I watched maybe, like, the first half. Mm -hmm. And there were rumors going around that Jay and her best friend, Kelly, were having an affair. Mm -hmm. And, like, the narrative on the show was that it was totally untrue, but Kristen was upset because her friend Kelly wasn't, like, publicly denying it at all. Mm -hmm. She almost, like, loved the attention a little bit. Oh, whole thing is making me wonder if there was any truth to it. I'm not, I'm not really as familiar with this. I know she was on the hills, but Mm -hmm. I didn't, I mean, that's all I really, and I know she does some red carpet coverage for E, like pre-red carpets, like pre-show. Anyways, um, and I I read that, like you said, that that was kind of a storyline this season. And then I also read that they were... In when all everything broke with like Corona, they were in Mexico 
and they just decided to stay in Mexico and like quarantine there and they were getting a lot of flack for it. And then like he, it was like two of her best friends, her hairstylist, I don't know, two guys and her husband, the kids, maybe some other friends. And like he was in all of their social media and stuff like for Mm -hmm. several weeks and then all of a sudden just wasn't. And then they mm-hmm. all of a sudden were back in the Baha- back in Nashville really quickly. That's where they live. And some, one of the guys that was on the trip said made a comment about like they like returned kind of hastily or something. Mm. And I don't know. The whole thing's weird. I was looking at all the divorce papers, and it's weird because he filed and she filed. Interesting. And yeah. They and- both are asking for separate things. Yeah, another thing that should be mentioned is on the documents obtained by Entertainment Tonight, Mm, uh uh, Cavallari cited marital misconduct and irreconcilable differences, which really could mean anything, but figured it was worth mentioning, and I think she's requesting primary custody, and he's requesting joint custody. Yeah, yes, no, yeah, that's what I read, too, and it's weird because she filed... Like, earlier, a few days earlier, and said their separation was, like, April 3rd or something. And then he filed and said it was, like, a few days ago. So, some mixed messages. Yeah, I was reading some Reddit threads about it. Because whenever something like this happens and there's not a lot of information, I like Mm -hmm. to hear the hearsay and, like, the gossip about it. Yeah. And um, there wasn't much that I found. But a lot of people on the threads were saying they feel like this is going to be an ugly divorce. Just because of the yeah. circumstances of them, like, requesting different things yeah. and being in the public eye, letting cameras into their home, etc. So Yeah, I read a thing, too, that maybe this was an attempt to get out of their prenup on her part. Um, but Oh, I didn't know if there was a prenup. That was something I was trying to figure yeah. out during... I don't so. know. I can't, like, confirm that. I don't know where I read that, but somebody mm-hmm. said that. And I also thought it was very interesting because... I mean, I, obviously, she has a business. She has... She, right now, she's, like, the working, like, woman. Like, she's right. probably bringing the income. But he got a nice... Like, I think it was a... Like, he, his net worth is, like, $110 million. So, like, yeah. it's not like he's... I don't know. So, you would think that... It's interesting, though, to think about from from a custody standpoint yeah. that he's retired. And mm-hmm. she is super busy. Right. Which usually the mom kind of gets the better end of yeah. the stick. Because but that kind of had me thinking too of mm-hmm. what's going to happen there. Because Excellent I feel point. like he could really make an argument of yeah. she travels a lot. She has all these businesses. I'm retired and doing nothing. That's an excellent and point. And he's requesting joint. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. I, yeah. We'll just have to keep an, keep an eye on it. But. I was really surprised at all that at the amount of people that were upset about it. Like I didn't really know. I mean, I know who she is, obviously, but I didn't. A lot of people were really upset about it. So, yeah, I think like in the early seasons of Very Cavalry, like I just kind of thought he was a jerk. Mm-hmm. But then as the seasons went on, I started really liking them together and feeling like, oh wait, they like work well together. Yeah. Like they both kind of have like dark senses of humor and sarcasm yeah. and like make fun of each other a little bit. Yeah. Like I think they actually made a good couple, but. Apparently not. Something happened in Mexico. Yeah. Whether something like actually happened or there was a drinking involved and something came out or something Um, happened in Mexico. Yeah. Because on the show, I have seen in like drinking situations, like it gets ugly. Okay. Well, we're going to have to keep that. I remember once they had like a big like, friend dinner, and uh-huh. and she was drinking, and, I don't know, like, joking around, and he, like, got up from the table and left the room, and, like... Okay. I don't know. So, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, I've got to talk to you about my topic of the week. So, I, I like, I love when we talk about these things, but it's also hard, because, like, unless you're looking it up, you don't see what we're seeing. If that makes sense. So, Google right now, as you're listening, Kylie Jenner's new house. So, you can see the pictures as we're discussing. Basically, earlier, like, end of last week, I saw it over the weekend. So, sometime in the last five or so days. Have you seen the pictures, Grace? Um, yes, I have. Okay, good. Um, Kylie Jenner bought a 36, 
$1.5 million property in the exclusive Los Angeles neighborhood, Hombi Hills. This is more like in LA. This is more like closer to Beverly Hills, Hollywood, etc. Um, she did get a huge discount. It was originally listed for $55 million. Again, Kylie is the youngest self-made billionaire, so she has the money for this. It has seven bedrooms, 14 bathrooms, 20 parking spots. It's considered a single-story modern um, luxury vacation compound. Wow. It is 15,350 square feet. It has a dedicated guard's house, chef's kitchen, outdoor projection screen, home theater, bars and game rooms, pool, hot tub, steam room, a gym, championship level court, uh, championship level sports court for pickleball and basketball. It has two guest apartments. Wow. And everyone's confused because it's, it's 27 miles from Calabasas, which is where her current house is and where all of her family lives. So oh, wow. why did she buy this house 27 miles away? Yeah. And it's big. I mean, it's obviously, I just read your, I mean, it's a huge house. It's a beautiful house, uh -huh. um, but she already has a big house. Um, a lot of people were speculating that maybe she and Travis bought it together as like a start over type of deal. Um, and the weird thing is like the news broke, like, like I said, just a few days ago and yesterday and today she, she is in Kylie, her best friend Stassi and Travis and Stormy are all there. Interesting. Yeah. Like they've been at the pool, like chilling, hanging out super just like, and so nobody knows what's going to happen to her other house. Um, a source said, quote, she wanted something in L.A. for when she goes out with friends or has business meetings or gigs in L.A. and doesn't want to go back to Calabasas. Wait, so she's keeping the house in Calabasas? That's what this source m makes it seem like. Interesting. And wow. it's interesting. Yes, it's interesting, too, because if you, I mean, if you think about it, Kobe Bryant lived in Calabasas. I believe or somewhere out there. And he had a helicopter to get in and out of the city because it does take a while so, but it's just funny that she bought a 30, she bought a $36.5 million crash pad. Right. Like, it's like, it's like, that seems a little excessive even for her. Right. Um, she Maybe said. an apartment would be good. Right. If a you condo. Just back that day. Right. Yeah. Um, the source also said she's looking at it as an investment. Apparently she's really into real estate and wants to expand her portfolio. Okay, that could um, be. They also said safety is a concern for Kylie, and this has come uh, with a designated area for security, state-of-art security system, and a security gate. Okay. I don't know. It's a beautiful house. I mean, it's like, it, I mean, it's resort living. Like, Right. That's what it was designed for, obviously. It's like single story, just, it's a compound, so... Imagine that being your life. Yeah. I, so you I, have $36 million to spend on a crash pad in LA. Right. Could never relate. Could never no, be me. Could never relate. And have you seen the TikToks that her and Stoss have been making of like them? Yeah. Super good. It's at that house that they're making it at. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't make that connection. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. For all you non-TikTokers, like, a Kardashian like voiceovers are really popular on TikTok, specifically Courtney. Mm -hmm. Like TikTok loves Courtney. Yes. Like she's like a, the most famous on there out of all of them. Um, and it was really funny. She Kylie posted the TikTok today on Instagram, and um, Courtney commented on it and said um, an icon. And then it, she put like a, a not a quotation, but like a parentheses, and said, "I'm talking about me." That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. The house looks incredible. I'm interested to see. A lot of people think she and Travis are getting back together. They think this is like a sign. Like, maybe he's going to live there and she's going to split her time. But also, I'm like, splitting your time for 27 miles is really... But, I mean, I guess if you have the money. Whatever. Whatever. I just... I, I have a hard time reading the whole her and Travis situation. I know. It doesn't seem like she cares that much. No, it's bizarre. It doesn't seem like either of them care that much. Right. But she wants other kids, I'm sure. Yeah. Me too. Know. 
And now she's got plenty of room for them. So. Interesting. Bring on the babies. I know. Love it. I love it. I know. Um, okay. Anything else before we move on? I think we're ready. Okay. Song of the week. Let's do it. Okay. So I think we should dedicate this week to Lennon Stella's new album. Would you Absolutely. Either? The album is called 321 for anyone that needs to go listen. It's so good. Okay. So I was listening to, I've listened to it a couple times. Mm-hmm. I know you're a favorite, and I really like that one, too, because yeah. I saw it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. But I'm, so I'm going to do something different. Okay. I really like games and yes. Pretty Boy. Wait, what was the second one? Pretty Boy. Oh, yeah. But because the full album came out, I'm not really counting the ones that came out beforehand, even though I like those, too. Uh-huh. No, yeah. No, no, no. No, yeah. Uh, the EP and, like, the singles and stuff that she's... Yeah. Yeah. Um... I know, super good. Sorry, there's something that's come up on my computer and I can't get it to go. Okay, there we go. Um, I love in games how she has like the old timey like Nintendo sounds. I love it. Super good. The production is just good. Um, the production album, the whole album is really good. No, yeah. One of my favorite things about um, just life and like albums and how we do music now is like, have you ever looked at the album notes? No, but you've told me to before, and oh I God. always forget. It's incredible. So, like, it, for anyone that needs, like, an inside look into the album, a lot of times people put these notes. Like, I, I don't know about Spotify, but on Apple Music, it's, like, right under the album, and it you just press See More, and it's, like, all these notes about the album. And sometimes they're shorter, sometimes they're longer, whatever. Well, Lennon's is, like, really good. It kind of takes you through her career thus far. And then she has every song title and explains... Um, each, she, she breaks down each track. So like for games, she said, this one is about falling into, into this trap. And I've fallen into it so many times. We're dating or where dating is literally just a game. He'll wait two hours to text me and then he'll wait two and a, and then I'll wait two and a half because I have to prove that I care less than he does. It's so normal in our generation. It's not about treating each other properly and respectfully and with love. It's just insecurities. Mood. So, like, she put, she has that with every album, and it's, or with every song track mm-hmm. on this album. And I don't know, I just love that. Like, I love songwriting, and I love, like, the just little look into, like, how the song was made. And um, I'm, like, such a, that's, like, a thirst trap for me. Um, really? So, my favorite one was, my mine's changed since I did that ranking on uh, TikTok, but my favorite one is Older Than I Am. It's super yeah. good. Um, but I also really like Goodnight, um, and Bend Over Backward. I mean, I like them all. Um, but I want to read you about, um, Older Than I Am. So, in the album notes for Older Than I Am, it says, I've never felt more connected to a song, and it's so weird because I didn't write it. It's one of those things where I feel like it's so close to me that I didn't even know that I would have been able to write it. When I heard this song for the first time, I was literally sobbing uncontrollably, and I was very quick to put my vocal on it and dive in and make it feel more like myself. Wow, I love that. So good. The album is just so good. I literally stand, and... It's time for the story. <laughs> it's time for the story. So, I, I, again, love the album. Like, Lennon and I, I feel like we have this, like unknown connection like I've watched her on I watched her on Nashville for so many years like I just am in love with her like not in a creepy way like I'm if for some reason she was to ever hear this I would never want her to think that I'm like some like stalker fan I just really love her as a person like I think she is just a good human um and obviously if you remember I met her at Jingle Ball very quickly it was like very quick did you mention that on your FaceTime no, or no, no, and I'll, I knew you wouldn't. I knew you wouldn't. I'll explain kind of why. So basically, I got this message, and people keep asking how it happened, and this is my only answer for you, because the details don't matter. How it happened is manifesting. 
I 1000% believe that. And I also believe that this is not the last time our paths will cross. So if you want something, you speak it out loud, you manifest it and it will come to you. I swear to you because this is. I feel like you manifested something really similar in an episode before, like something related to her. Yes, absolutely. I'm always, aren't I? Like I'm just like always. Um, So I got this message and basically she was doing this thing where she was going to be going live, like FaceTiming-ish, basically, (laughs) essentially FaceTiming. And she was just going to be pulling out random people. It was like in an hour time period. And if you got picked, you got picked. If you didn't, you didn't. So I put in my information like last week and I kind of forgot about it, but I set an alarm to remind me to like be ready in that hour window and mm-hmm. so, I, the, I was on there for like maybe forty minutes, and then all of a sudden, there she was. Shut up! Like it was the craziest thing. You get a very limited amount of time, mm-hmm. um, but it was really cool because she got to like sign with the iPad, the album cover. It's my wallpaper now on my phone. I needed a wallpaper change, and it looks really nice. Oh my god! <gasps> um. And, Wait, that's so sick. Yeah, and so basically, and it says your name, so she like knows your name and stuff, and I don't know, it was super cool. I wanted to bring up the fact that we had met, but I was kind of embarrassed because I was literally like looked like Christmas had thrown up on me whenever she we met because I had on like this. I was, I mean, gosh, I had yeah. on this whole outfit, um, and I didn't want to spend like I didn't want her to like have to pretend like she remembered me. And so I felt like what I needed to do was really solidify myself in this moment. And then whenever our paths cross again, I can be like, remember me? I'm the boy from Arkansas. My name's Cade. We also met at Jingle Ball. I feel like you did a really good job of distinguishing yourself in the FaceTime. Thank you. So basically, I just started out. I'm going to post like a, a majority of the clip. I think it was like two minutes and but on Instagram you can only post like a minute or whatever so I'm gonna post some of the video tonight but basically I just said like it was kind of awkward I I was not that nervous though which I was really glad about but it was just like she was having some technical difficulties right before we before I came up so I was like can she hear me can she see me like I don't know what's happening but then she could and it was cool and she was obviously knew my name and whatever and um I said I was from Arkansas, and she was like, oh, Arkansas, I love it. She seemed very pleasantly surprised to know that she had fans in Arkansas. I was like, hello, you have fans everywhere. Um, She complimented my glasses. I made a joke about, like, having to wear the face mask. It fogs up the glasses. It's a whole thing. She laughed about that. And then, uh, for anyone that doesn't follow me on Instagram or didn't see, the 26th of April every year is kind of an anniversary for me. It's it's a very important date for me. It kind of marks the time... um, Three years ago, April 26, 2017, I had probably the worst day of my life. I had a mental breakdown. I had to be hospitalized for anxiety and depression and some other things. And I really learned a lot about myself and my mental health and, like, learned to take care of my mental health starting from that moment. And so every year on that day, my therapist recommends that I, like, celebrate. Kind of like a birthday, but not really. Just, like, because it's definitely a mental reset for me. And it's, um, I don't know, I get a lot of anxiety around it a little bit. Like, it's approaching because I just, like the memories from that time period kind of flood back. And so it's important for me to celebrate it. And so I loved that she released this album and I had sent her a few DMs, like just like actually a few by a few, I mean one DM just like thanking her for releasing it and kind of telling her a little bit of my story. And so I wanted to just kind of reiterate that a little, like with a little bow, like really quickly. And I just kind of thanked her for that. And, um, I just, last year, on the second anniversary of that date, Taylor Swift dropped me, which mm. I don't really love that song, but she dropped on that day, and it was really cool, and so, it, I don't know, I just, I, if you listen to this podcast, and Grace, you know this about me, but I just connect with music so much, like, I just, I think it's super healing, and what was really cool was I thanked her for dropping the album, and I kind of mentioned, like, listen, all these other artists are pushing their albums back and I really admire you for like keeping yours when you were going to release it. And she said that kind of what I just said about how like music is really healing and she felt like that we needed it now more than ever, which I thought that was really cool. And she seemed to appreciate that. And so um, it was cool. And then we just kind of laughed a little bit more about the whole Arkansas thing. And um, it was just, it was weird. Cause it was, I mean, it's like unnatural. Yeah. But like, 
incredible at the same time. Yeah, no. It was really cool. And part of me was like, John mentioned like the podcast and th- th- I, there's the time restraint that I had. There wasn't enough time. And I you really, yeah. And I felt like I wanted other people who were watching to see like the whole mental health aspect. Like I'm always an advocate for that. So I wanted people to see like just how important that is. And I don't know. I just, I, I thought I did it really well. And so now she said that I was her number one Arkansas fan. So now I'm hoping that the next time our paths cross, she'll remember me by my name. And you can say I'm your number one Arkansas fan. Yeah, exactly. So <gasps> that's she sounds so like sincere and incredible. She was really sweet, and you could tell like I didn't want to go too much into the mental health stuff because I didn't want her to like be overwhelmed or you know people don't really know how to talk about mental health. I I feel like she probably does, but. I didn't want to take up a lot of time with, like, I didn't want her sympathy, basically, is what I'm saying. So, right. but still, her reaction was really, like, it was, oh, and the best part, the best part, I'm going to post this on my story. So, after the live ended, before mm-hmm. the next person came on, she goes, so cute. Oh, my God, wait, that's so sweet. I know, I- it's like a two-second clip. I'm going to put it on my story tonight, but, um... It was a really cool thing, and just a really, like, it was a win in quarantine. That's what I keep telling people, and it just was the most random thing. Like, it's not like I, like, went and sought this out necessarily, but um, I just love her, and if one day when she listens to this, or one day when we're friends, I just hope she knows what a gem she is for so many people. Like, she really, her fan, she has a really cool fan base, and a lot of, like, younger people especially that I feel like look up to her, and she's definitely a good role model, so... um, we all my love to Lynn and Stella. Wow, that's so freaking cool. It was incredible. I swear, really this cool. stuff always only happens to you. I know. I'm like just my like, dad is really good at winning like uh-huh. drawings and yeah. like um, raffles. Yeah. And I feel like you just like get really lucky when it comes to like celebrity encounters. Yeah. I need like that's I, your like thing. I've been saying I need to be in a place where I'm more surrounded by them because the mm-hmm. luck might just kind of flourish, you know. I just I, I loved it. It was really fun and it was really quick, but it was just it was just crazy. And she was so nice. She was she was really she's really a good human being, so I love that. I know. Um but yeah, go check out her album. It's super good and it's her first album, so um it's important to like Support. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Saved on Instagram? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I'm pulling mine up. Okay. Um, ooh, gosh, I actually have some goodies this week. Me too. I feel kind of excited. Yeah. A lot of my usual people, though. So okay. <laughs> to be expected. Okay, so this was posted right after we finished recording last week. Mm-hmm. And it was Halsey. I reposted it on my story. She's like in front of a blue projector screen in her house, like mm-hmm. dancing around to a Kalani song. Oh. And she looks so good. I mean, you guys know I have like the biggest girl crush on Halsey ever. Mm-hmm. And just the like, I just, I can't even like, it'll get weird if I keep talking about it. But my favorite part is that Youngblood commented on it, like the sweating emojis. Oh. Yeah. That's like, some I'll, tea. I'll send it to you and you'll see the top comment. Okay. That is like, some tea. Yeah. Wow. I know, right? I was shook. I love that. Halsey's just such a babe. Total babe. Um, okay. My next thing is Leah Michelle is a mom to be. Oh, I saw that. The Glee actress is expecting her first child with entrepreneur and business owner Randy Reich, R-E-I-C-H, however you say that. She's 33. He's 37. Uh, they got married in 2019. I remember when we talked about that on the podcast. Um, they've always wanted to be parents. A source tells People Magazine exclusively um, and so that's very exciting for them. Totally. I'm so happy for her, especially because she went through that tragic thing yeah. of Corey passing yeah. away. Yes. Oh, what a great, so what I a great. wish the best for her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Okay, my next one, I'm going to do a little cross-referencing with Twitter because that's where the T is. Oh, yeah. So last, okay, six days ago, I don't know, was Machine Gun Kelly's 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. So he posted um, a photo on Instagram on his motorcycle with balloons that are three zero, and then he said, Dirty 30, blessed to know y'all. Then I got a tweet notification that he tweeted, she came and picked all her stuff up on my birthday. Nice. And I know that he's had a thing with this influencer girl named Summer Rae. Uh-huh. And then he follows up the tweet by saying, I shouldn't have tweeted personal business, especially when the person is a great human and this tweet seems one-sided. Then Summer Rae responds, oh, really? I thought she came to bring you your birthday gifts. Hashtag fake news. Oh. And says what is happening, and that's exactly how I feel. Interesting. Yeah. That's like some, yeah, that's such a crossover. Yeah, I was shook it. And I kind of don't want them to be together because I want to have a chance with Machine Gun Kelly. But I was like, oh, wow, that's quite interesting. Fascinating. Yeah. So I really need a follow-up on that. Yeah, like an update. Yeah. What the heck? Um, Continuing with pregnancy announcements, Katherine Schwarzenegger and Chris Pratt are expecting she is 30 years old and uh it was reported that she is having a baby with him they got married last june um chris pratt has a seven-year-old son with his ex-wife anna ferris you um, know i love chris pratt sorry i didn't realize you said chris pratt yes yes my the, god i love him yeah And the news came last week, and it was kind of like, it wasn't like they posted or anything. No one was really sure. But then, you know, no comment or anything. But then, really coincidentally, on Friday, she's out taking a walk, and her bump is, like, on full display. Oh. So, it's very, I'm confused if, like, they are, like, because they didn't announce it. So, either, either... She, it's out in the world, and she's like, okay, fine, I don't have to hide my bump anymore. Or, I don't I don't know. It's it, it's weird to me that, like, right after it's announced, she's, like, out on a walk, and paparazzi catch yeah. her with a full bump on display. But regardless, she's beautiful. They're going to make such a great baby. Um, and I'm just, I'm excited for them. Me too, even though I want to have Chris Pratt's babies, but that's beside the hey, point. You never know. You never know. Let's manifest that. This <laughs> okay. My next one is, um, I sent this to you, Cade, but John Mayer posted four days ago a photo of him and Barbara Streisand, absolute legend. Yes. He said, happy birthday to the incomparable Barbara Streisand, who much like this photo remains timeless. And I didn't know they were friends, so I just thought that was sweet. I was happy to see that. I thought it was just really cute. And since he's a more sarcastic guy, I love when he posts, like, really sweet, tender, sincere stuff. And, yeah. Wait, did you see the comments on that? No. Wait, hold on. I'm pulling it up. You're going to laugh at this. I can't believe I didn't send this to you. Um, Okay, so he posted it. And... Barbara Streisand commented and said, love you, dot B. And then some other, like, random account commented and said, this is the exact same photo you posted this date last year. And John Mayer replied and said, it's also the same photo I'll post next year. <laughs> I love him. I guess so when, you ha- when you got a picture with Barbara Streisand, you got to po- flex it whenever you can. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, my next one... And no more pregnancy announcements. Um, <laughs> Felicity Huffman's daughter got into college on her own. Wow, shocking. If you recall, this is her daughter who um, she faked. Oh, yeah, her daughter's name is Sophia Macy. Um, and she f- helped rig her SAT scores for $15,000. She went and served time in jail for 11 days in October. The 19-year-old retook the SAT, got a good enough store, and got into the prestigious Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh. So, uh, she'll be going there. The internet, all, all, like, 
like the internet has been oddly very excited for her, which I don't think it's a bad thing. I think, I mean, no, that's great. But I too, am surprised. Yeah. So, um, she could do it all along. Yeah. Okay. My next one, I'm not sure if I've talked about this on here or not. Actually, I might've last week, but the NFL draft was last week. It was a really big deal because, um, there's been no mm-hmm. sports for yes, God yes. only knows how long. And I people are doing that. Um, but the only person I cared about for the whole NFL draft was Joe Burrow because he's the quarterback at LSU or was, I guess. Now he plays, he got drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh (laughs) Don't quote me on that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, um, I'm, I'm just like so in love with him. Like he is. Yeah. You've been in love with him. Yeah. He's athlete, cocky tall yeah stuff all my boxes honey and um he posted his like reaction video which was honestly really anticlimactic i feel like all the nfl draft reactions uh-huh. were like not what i wanted them to be until like way later on yeah and dad said that's because it's more emotional than exciting and i'm like i just i need a little more from these people <laughs> yeah also you're right cincinnati Bengals. but still he uh. said Definitely a call I'll never forget. I mean, I think he also, like, knew he was going there. Yeah. To extent, so well, I don't was, know. But. He was, like, the first. Like, he pretty much had his pick of the litter. I was like, I'm only watching the draft until Joe Burrow gets drafted, and then he was the first pick. And I was like, I'm going to take it back. Bye. <laughs> no, it was cool. I actually was kind of excited about the draft, too. And just the way that they did it was really good. I thought, you know, with what we're going through right now, I thought it was done really well. Um, okay. Timothy Chalmay and Lily Rose Depp have broken up. I just wanted to mention this for all the people that are in love with Timothy. He's available and on the market. They started dating. Yeah. They started dating at the end of 2018. They never really did any like red carpets together, except for like they were in a movie together. I think, I don't know a lot of details. Nobody really knows why. He moved to London recently to do a play. So people said maybe because of distance. I don't know. They're broken up. Timmy is single and ready to mingle. I made. I almost made that my topic of the week because I was like so excited. But yeah. I didn't. No. I figured divorce was a bigger deal than a breakup. Yeah. Okay. I'll end with this one. But mm-hmm. um, last week on Keeping Up with the Kardashians... Um, Kim was in Houston, and mm-hmm. this week on Kardashian Clips, they posted this clip that was, like, my favorite from the episode. Mm-hmm. While she's in Houston, they go through the McDonald's drive-thru, and the person in the window goes, is there a famous person in there? And she, uh, and they're like, I don't know, and they go, let us see, let us see. And Kim goes, say, only if they, only if you give us a free McFlurry. <laughs> and so they're like, only if you give us a free McFlurry, and they're like, we will, we will. Roll down the window and she's like posing for selfies with them and it was just cute and it made me realize like she's kind of becoming my favorite kardashian right now really yeah like yeah she's totally like obsessed with herself but at the same time like she's kind of cool and chill and funny um i I agree i love that clip she was like with extra oreos and (laughs) I love the woman who's like, no way, I watch you all the time. Like, <laughs> so cool. Really cool. It was really cool. I and also, that. I want to say one more thing on that. You know how, like, a couple weeks ago I was saying that I don't feel like this season of Kardashians has been as good as previous, and before that I felt like it was getting better and better and better? Mm-hmm. I almost love it without Courtney right now. Really? Like, the first episode without Corey, without Courtney is when um, Scott and Chloe did the prank on Chris where she's, like, eating the McDonald's. I was, like, hysterical yeah. cracking up laughing at that episode. And I was like, honestly, this is why I watch Kardashians. Because it is funny. I love that prank. I'm not here for, like, pouty Courtney. Like, I'll do these yeah. pranks all day and I'll take that over Courtney complaining about getting her makeup done. Yeah. Last week, I thought was a really good episode. Like, Courtney was in it, but she wasn't a focal point. She was just, okay. like, it was light. Like, I, yeah. I totally agree Like, it when it's more light. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, okay, I have a couple that I'll just list off. 
Okay. Also, Grace, Noah Centineo and Alexis Wren have broken up. <gasps> Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, so there's a lot of boys on the market that you need to be manifesting. Oh my god, I really do. Quarantine is breaking people up left and right. <laughs> um, I, I sent you this too, Grace, but I loved it. BB Rexa um, posted some old videos of her like trying to pick a Grammys look. I'm thinking it's from the Grammys whenever nobody wanted to dress her, or maybe it was from this year's Grammys. I don't know. But the looks were all really cool, and I just love like a when the celebrity behind the scenes. Yeah, like the archives. Um, it was a cool video. Also, <laughs> I died at this. Hold on, I have to pull it up. Well, hold on. While I'm pulling it up, I'll just tell you one more. The Oscars just announced that one of the rules for the Oscars is that any film that wants to be nominated has to have a seven-day theatrical stint. So, like, in the theater. And today they removed that rule. So, they haven't moved the Oscars for next year yet. But they're saying that movies that are just being released on streaming services and skipping the theaters will be eligible for Oscars. So, that's interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, I'm pulling up this tweet because it's really, really funny. Kim Kardashian, speaking of the lady that we love, tweeted last week and said, I just binged Big Little Lies. It's so good. Who has seen it? <laughs> everyone was replying. One person was like, everyone, Kim. Literally everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a little behind on that one, honey. A little behind. Um, I think that's, is that all that I have? Let me look at my list real quick. Oh, Grace, I can't believe you didn't bring this up. I'm just going to bring it up because, like, the picture of Ainsel or Elgort. <gasps> oh, my gosh, I forgot about that. He deleted it. He deleted it, but I know the he ladies loved that. Wow, yeah, I was shook by that one. His it was, dad took it. Yeah, um, I'm just going to say if you haven't seen it, Google it, because nothing ever disappears from the internet, and mm -hmm. there's just no proper way to describe it. You just have to see it with your own two eyes. Yeah, I mean, it's very scandy, and the you caption... Almost everything. Yeah, the caption was something about, like, how he started an OnlyFans account, which is, like, a Scandi site. And <laughs> that's the best I know how to describe it. I really don't know what it is, but I, like, when I was reading up about this. But anyways, the link, he and so he was, like, link in bio, but the link was, like, to donate to, like, the Food Bank of New York or something or Feeding America. And so everyone was, like, that's such a clever way. And he raised a lot of money. And then he had to take the pic picture down because Instagram said it was nudity, which it is. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay, that's all I have. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. This was a fun one. Yeah, and if you couldn't, uh, if you didn't pick it up by now, the theme of this week is manifesting, so get out there and do some manifesting and get what you want. Do it. Highly recommend. Highly, highly recommend. Okay, well, we'll see you next week. Bye.